KMM Movie Review. This episode of the KMM Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, The Purple Box. That's The Purple Box with two E's on Instagram. Cakes, cookies, cupcakes, anything delectable for a wedding, a birthday, hit up our sponsor, The Purple Box. Let them know the KMM sent you. Enjoy the show. Movie review. Movie review. We back. Movie review. Movie review. We back the with the movie review. End of the 2021 movies. Because uh, we haven't recorded in a good while. So <clears throat> finishing up 2020. We haven't even watched a 2022 movie. True. Um, there hasn't yeah. been anything out. Like yeah. for real. Not any nothing worth watching. Let's see. Well, Scream. Yeah. Scream's out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Did that actually release in 2022? I think so. Hold on. Let's see. I mean, it is, you know, three weeks in already, so. <sighs> yeah. Sing it's 2? It's definitely possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Want to watch Sing 2? What about American Underdog? Yeah. No? No. Okay. No. All right. All right. What's wrong? Hear that doggo. Dog whining. Hold on, let me Let me out, B. Let me out, B. Let me out, B. Let me out, B. Are we pausing or are we continuing? We're continuing, bro. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, today we will talk. I will finally give my review for Eternals. Okay. Let's discuss that. Uh, since I it was added to Disney Plus, so mm-hmm. I finally watched it. Uh, then we will discuss Matrix Resurrections and the Netflix movie Don't Look Up. Oh, mm-hmm. so, it's a pretty solid lineup. Possibly our best <laughs> lineup of the year so far. We haven't had that many movies this year. We're only at what twenty one movies. This Terrible. year, 20 year mean, bro. 20 cause mean last Soul, year. Last year. We didn't actually review Soul. And I think mm-hmm. I might have been the only one that ended up watching that. You were? Soul? <clears throat> the one with yeah, Jamie Foxx? I watched Plus. that. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, only Mike and myself watched it. Yeah, I don't um, shit. But we never actually discussed it. What a terrible year. <clears throat> it's not a good year for watching movies. Yeah, for movies. There were some good ones, though. It was mine, um, I guess we can kind of turn this in at the end of, like, the movie wrap-up stuff that we would normally do. Since there's so little just movies here. Just say, like, what, what's our favorite? What was our best? Uh, all right. Yeah, our highest average score overall. Shit, I don't even remember that. the goddamn movies, boy. I mean, I mean, everybody knows this. what the best movie yeah, it's is. It's gonna be Spider Man. It's gonna be Spider Man, bro. It's gonna win. The fuck out of here! I watched Spider Man twice. I watched it. You went and saw it again? Yeah, I watched it with my SO. I watched it twice as well. Your SIGO? My SIGO, my significant I don't remember where other. I was seeing that. SIGO just sounds weird to me. I said SO, bro. You're done. I know. I know. Uh, anyway. We You're actually done. we didn't we did miss reviewing some of the oh we HBO missed a bunch like Max we didn't review we, Godzilla we didn't review we didn't, um, uh right right now 
Mortal Kombat. Mortal don't be, Kombat. Don't be a little bitch straight around now. What's another one that came out on HBO Max? Yeah, did we do the? Uh, did we do the one with uh, Wolverine, bro? What's his name? Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Oh, Reminiscence. Reminiscence. It's on there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mike never watched it. It was. The, but we it was we did talk about. It's not that. a good movie. <clears throat> well, that's for you to determine. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll, maybe you I'll really like. Play it. your devil's advocate. No, it's back on HBO Max now. Oh. Uh, like the the movies that release from from the mm-hmm. theater releases mm-hmm. uh, came back to HBO Max like a few weeks after they uh, ended their run in theaters. So yeah. Anyway. Starting with Eternals, then. And then we'll get into the other stuff. All right, go ahead. Go off, King. Eternals. I give this 8.5. And I say watch it now. Fuck you. Whoa. (laughs) Fuck you. Hey, hey, who's devil's advocate now, bruh? I talked with Frank about this a little bit. It just happens to be his dirty fetish, apparently. It hit a lot of good points for me. A, cinematography, probably the best I've ever seen in the, in, uh, the MCU. Uh, they had some really great shots in this movie. What? Um, the this nigga, bro. historical <laughs> through lines. Why, uh-huh. why are you shaking your head like that? It's not a fucking good movie. <laughs> it was a great movie. I'm honestly okay. surprised that mm-hmm. Mike didn't give it a higher score. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it had what? his non-traditional villain, bruh. There, there the, wasn't really a villain, bruh. Like the, there was kind of the villain with the deviant. Yeah, he character. said he was very surprised after you bitched about huh, how. Uh, yeah, like uh, how all superhero movies are basically all like you got one bad guy, you kill the bad guy by the. Okay, end, who was the bad guy know? in this movie? There wasn't really one. That's my point. The whole who, situation who was the antagonist? Was the, the celestial. That's my point, is that this was a non-standard superhero movie, mm-hmm. and it created conflict in a non-standard way by revealing that the whole purpose of the, and spoilers for all of this. Spoiler! Um, we probably should have said it earlier, but uh, we talked about Eternals before. It's on Disney+. Plus. If you're going to watch it, you have the opportunity to watch it pretty easily. Um, you're done. The... <laughs> What? He just said you're done. No, you're no, done. not done. You're done. You're done. Because the villain, which wasn't really a villain, because the deviant stuff, that was all just kind of like sideshow, side, sideshow. Yes. Yeah, like they had it there to explain like what the Celestials' plan was, which was the deviants were supposed to go in, kill the apex predators of whatever planet they uh-huh. were on, so that intelligent civilization could expand and grow in order for the uh, celestial inhabiting the planet to then be born and destroy the whole planet. Um, The deviants ended up being too good at their job and going away from just killing apex predators. Once the intelligent beings became the apex predators, they would kill them as well. So then they made the Eternals, which were machines that resembled sentient beings and... They were more controllable. Uh, they didn't evolve in the way that the deviants did. And all of that was just really interesting stuff. Like, that's what I liked about this movie was that it was a non-standard superhero movie. 
people had powers, but they didn't really work that well individually, especially Druig. Like Druig on his own was not a great <laughs> person thing. I see Frank is over here shaking his head, shaking his hand. Do not agree with you, bro. I'm going to watch it again <clears throat> today. Yeah, you should watch it again. I'm watch, watch it, it again. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and be more Did the dog lick your butt or something? No. What's going on? No. <laughs> his jacket fell on the ground. Okay. Anyway, the the whole thing with the historical like through lines, uh-huh. um, where it's like the movie explains historical context in the context of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like all the like Babylonian stories, like a lot of the ancient stories of humanity. Like yeah. Icarus and all that kind of stuff, all stem from stories that were told by these Eternals because of their interactions with humans over history. Uh, like the oldest known, like that dagger that Cersei gives to that kid at the beginning of the movie. Apparently, that's based on a real relic from the Mesopotamian uh, era. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like all that stuff is just really cool. The way that they worked in real historical information into the movie. Um, they brought in historical context where it made sense uh, explaining the interactions that each of the Eternals had with humanity. Um, obviously, it's not like a perfect movie or anything. It's just I feel like it was really well executed, uh, for, especially considering the size of the cast. And it, the Celestials are a thing that I've always been super interested in, so I'm really excited that they're doing stuff with that now. Um so yeah, it just hit a lot of buttons for me. And I feel like that's partially why I liked it so much, but also because everyone kept talking about how this was one of the worst MCU movies ever. So I went into it with really low expectations and it was way better than anything that I was expecting. <clears throat> so that's my spiel on Eternals. Hmm. I will probably probably be watching it again because I really liked it. Damn. Uh, I just I just don't agree boy i just i mean i get it it's not i guess it doesn't feel like a standard marvel movie so i mean i can understand not enjoying it because you. i mean did you think like the, a marvel the movie acting was good i mean they were robots like i wasn't expecting them to have like the most emotion ever that's kind of i feel like the point of it mm. like so you think that was intentional they're yeah like they're not human so they aren't supposed to be 100 human like my favorite character was still uh, Kamal Nanjiani because it's Kamal Nanjiani and he's just a great actor and he's pretty funny. But uh, like all the interactions with him and his valet, like his valet was fun. That was all. Great. Yeah, that was one of yeah. the best parts of the movie, the valet. But then I was like, yeah, this is but- like a not as cool version of uh, like the valet kind of felt like I was like, ah, this is funny, but I already saw this in. Um, Suicide Squad. I mean, fair, Which but one? that that dude—he was just tagged with him the whole time. Oh, okay. He was just with the him the second whole second Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, yeah, second Suicide, the good one, the good one, not the not yeah, the yeah. shit one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the James Gunn one. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I mean, but uh, he was like the human surrogate, so like yeah. he was a human amongst what humans could potentially call gods, and did call gods because they're all. Uh, what's her face? Um, Athena. Yeah, she was the you know 
the like real version of Athena. Um, so like all the like where all this lore came from, it's basically based on them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there was just a lot that I feel like went right for the movie to build up characterization for all of this stuff, and plus. Like they revealed at the end, like Thanos is apparently an Eternal, mm-hmm. um, and his brother Eros, and that's all comic book stuff because I watched some more of those new Rockstar videos. Like that's all directly from the comics. Like they're weaving mm-hmm. that all into the MCU now. Uh, Eros is played by one of the Harry Styles. Former, yeah, Harry Styles. So Thanos uh, is so a robot. We'll see how that goes. <clears throat> apparently. Interesting. Um, but like that's the thing is like this is supposed to be showing that um the Eternals didn't evolve the way that the Deviants did and that they were like biologically evolving, mm. but they evolved emotionally to really connect to their planet. So Thanos, like the speculation, at least by like the new Rockstar people, is that Thanos was actually trying to subvert what the celestials' plans were for like the entire universe. Oh, so so like, Thanos is a good was, guy, bro. Trying to yeah, stop the yeah. explosions of planets because there's going to not yes. be enough energy to feed these monsters. Right. Because they're saying like this, the speculation on their part is Did that... Did he know he consciously he was doing it? Or is it like a subconscious? That's what, like, that's what they're saying, that he knew what was going on with Titan, but the planet ultimately killed itself before the celestial that was inside the Titan, the planet of Titan, uh, actually you know, got to the to the breaking point. Yeah. But so, his but his <clears throat> motivation was not that. He he said his motivation was he was trying to make Every- resources abundant for everybody and so to avoid what happened on Titan. True. Right? But that's why it's all speculation on their part. Like they're saying that mm-hmm. because in the comics he is an eternal, that they may roll it into that. And at the end that Eros does mention that he's the brother of Thanos. Mm-hmm. So like they're they're keeping some portions of that whether or not it's going to be 100% that he is an eternal and he was a machine created by celestials or if he's going to be like Eros was just an adoptive brother to uh the same family that uh, Th- uh that Thanos was a part of. So it's it'll it just sets up a whole bunch of really interesting stuff and it kind of expands the universe in the same way that Guardians of the Galaxy did where it doesn't necessarily need to be all super connected. Yeah, that's like what they'll, I said, bro. They'll end up in, interacting for sure cuz now there's a dead celestial on Earth. Yeah. Just a giant Marvel that's celestial the new normal. out of the Indian Ocean. So like I'm sure they're going to reference that stuff. I heard a lot of criticism around like how much they used um Danes, um, God, why did I just forget his name? Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it was reasonable that he wasn't in it all that much because it was an introduction to the character to set up Black Knight and what's going to be going forward with that and how he's connected to the overall bigger MCU universe. Bruh, but did you like the secret, bro? Blade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Apparently, there's a lot of crossover with Blade and Black Knight in the comics, so that's why. I want to watch the Blade show so bad. Yeah, the speculation is that Black Knight's going to be a big part of the Blade stuff, so I'm ready. We will see. If Blade's there, then vampires are in the MCU big time. Uh, The what? Vampires are in the MCU big time. 
Yeah, that's some of those new Rockstar videos. They kept talking about how they've mentioned vampires at least two or three other times now. And one time was in Eternals whenever um, Come On On Johnny was like, oh, yeah, funny story. The first time I met my valet, he thought I was a vampire. So he tried to stake me through the heart. <laughs> like they're definitely hinting at vampires being real mm. to set up. All the hope, do you think stuff, the new so. blade will be rated R like the old blade, though? Mm. Uh, Does that make it not as good? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they could get away with PG thirteen because I don't think the language is a necessary part to like communicate it. But I don't know that much about the Rating comics, system. so maybe. Well, like more the com- like the comics, like if mm. like how violent uh, are the comics? More like if is Blade like. Language ends up being like the biggest thing that gets ratings. Like you can pretty easily skirt around the violence. Like they could have any time that a vampire gets killed, they just turn to dust and there's no blood. And ratings boards don't really look too negatively at just killing without blood and gore. So the language would be a bigger thing, I think. If cursing and stuff is a big deal for Blade, then. Maybe they go for an R rating, but I kind of doubt it. I'd be and surprised. Twisting, I feel like twisting. I feel like Deadpool would be the only one that they're willing to actually keep rated R. Deadpool. I love it. But we'll see. Well, so, Keith, Keith likes Eternals. Eternals. I did. I'm definitely in the minority. You said one of the best Marvel how movies much I liked made, bro. I, I put it in my probably top five. God. Of Marvel movies, yeah. Oh my god, top five. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like the whole time I was watching it, I was like, "Man, this is this feels like a higher quality movie." Hmm. Like, not that Marvel movies generally feel low quality or anything, but they have kind of they just have a feel to them. Yeah, and it they did, it didn't feel more. like a Marvel movie. I will give it that. It had a different yeah. feel to it for sure, and it felt more artistic to me. I guess that's what. Part, part of what I really liked about it is it felt more artistic than most other superhero movies, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who can, you know, disagree with me and do it objectively. Yeah, like me, bitch. <laughs> hey, do you have a charger? Yeah, I'm saying objectively. I do not, sir. All right. Uh, let's All right. get into so, Matrix this next one. Resurrections. All right. Uh, who wants to who wants to go first? I vote Mike goes first. All right. It's not going to be good. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with a five on this one. Five and? I'm going to go skip it. Skip it. All right. Frank? Uh, I'll give it a... Yeah, I give it a five, but I'll give it a uh, a wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. I'm gonna give it a seven, and I'll Ooh. also say wait for it. All right. So there's our scores. If you're not interested in any spoilers from Matrix Resurrections. Get the fuck out of here. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> Skip ahead until Beat you hear it. us talking about. Dope Beat it, up. bitch. <laughs> Uh, from that meme. So, five point seven overall. 
which I think ends up pretty close to the overall. Yeah. Oh, exactly dang. Right on the I, dot. <laughs> the, oh, the IMDb okay. Rating. Uh, I think that might be one of the first times we've hit it like direct on the mark for our yeah. overall score. Wild. Um, yeah, I mean, for this, they didn't go with like a direct sequel, I guess. Like it's not, it's more world building, I'd say, than anything. Um, I feel like that's part of why I actually overall enjoyed it because it built more of the lore around what's going on. And the Matrix, it didn't just have them show back up in the same old Matrix that we've already seen. Like the end of Matrix of the uh, third Matrix movie, the Matrix gets shut down and restarted. <clears throat> the architect is gone. Uh, Trinity and Neo's Neo dead. are dead. Um, humanity is no longer under attack by the machines. Uh, so Zion is safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, they end it in a pretty good spot in the third one. Uh, Smith is also dead because Neo basically commits suicide to kill Smith, which was taking over the entire Matrix. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, Bro, I they watched, ended it in a place where it's like, how are you going to come back to this? I watched the third Matrix, like, 10 years, like, maybe, I don't even know how long ago. Like, it's been a long time. Uh-huh. So I don't even like like it sounds like it ended at a good I spot. It not too long ago. Like I think I watched it last year. Like I it, it didn't, watched them all. Like it didn't end like, like on any type of cliffhanger, right? Like any type of like oh like something it might come back. No, I know? mean it, it ended, you know, Trinity and Neo dead. Mm-hmm. The there was more of the Christ like uh imagery because the machines take away Neo's dead body while he's all sprawled out. Mm -hmm. Um, the machines stop attacking attacking Zion and the humans seem like they're you know just going to be able to live their lives Um, Morpheus is safe and seems to be like one of the main leaders of the humans and you have uh, Jada Pinkett Smith out there Um, so yeah I mean it doesn't end it in a way that you can really come back to in a normal way and that's why the way that they did this was pretty interesting, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, Warner Brothers was planning to move ahead with a new Matrix movie, regardless of who was involved. So one of the original writers and directors, um, Lana Wachowski, came back to direct this one and write it. Um, but she clearly did it as like an FU to the studio <laughs> with at least the first portion of the movie because like they have a whole bunch of meta stuff like yeah the matrix isn't a thing like all everything that happens in the original matrix trilogy happens in this new matrix like it's a real event but keanu reeves thinks that it's all just games that he made back in the 90s yeah and early 2000s he's um, so like he's like a world famous game gamer. developer yeah yeah, game yeah. Developer. Mm-hmm. um so he's not like the one or anything he doesn't have like crazy superpowers he's just a wealthy guy who made a video game a a couple decades back and he's working on the next big thing and everyone's like in awe of him because he made the matrix um so like they have a whole bunch of conversations about how the matrix impacted his life and 
how no one actually like he doesn't want to continue making the matrix because that, that part of his life is over and done with so like there's a lot of surrogacy between like the wachowskis and neo in this movie yeah um so i mean that part of it like i, I can mean is that entertaining the, though i thought it was fairly entertaining that they made the the original films part of this new world especially like as they continue to explain what the new matrix is like it the machines rebuilt the matrix from the ground up to continue harvesting the that energy bioelectricity but basically they made it so that humans could have more of a choice now and uh they designed it in a way that humans could leave if they wanted to but the system was designed to keep them in the system fairly reminiscent of modern social media um i feel like it was kind of built they were making those kind of connections in the movie is it the new architect uh played by neil patrick harris was more like a modern social media um platform Mm -hmm. designer um because he kept talking about how he's met all of his energy goals, like exceeded them every single year. And he was more about metrics than what was actually good for the system. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Um, so he was more like a modern tech guru than anything. Um, he talked about how like his iterations on the new matrix, he wanted to have uh, the basis of the system be the relationship between Neo and Trinity. Um, but they did all kinds of tests. Like they rebuilt their bodies basically because yeah. most of, both of yeah, them. Yeah. They're alive died. again. The way they're alive again is they get rebuilt by the machines. Yeah. Like the machines make them again. Like it's, it's not just their consciousness exists in the matrix or something like they are. They are physically alive again. Still alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like they rebuilt them and they build the system around the two of them. And he's like talking about how they tried having them together in the matrix, but they would always break out and destroy the system. Uh, They would make too much energy. If they had them closer to each other or too far apart, then they wouldn't make enough energy. Like they had for in order for the matrix to be successful, they had to be in it and they had to be close, but not too close. Yeah. Like they couldn't actually have like a real relationship, but like kind of an in passing thing is what they landed on. So like, Trinity was married to someone else in this world and uh, Neo only ever saw her like at a coffee shop, but he always like pined for her and he was never, he never actually had the nerve to like go and talk to her or anything. So that establishes that Neo is no longer like the Neo that he was. Um, We also see like in the real world outside of the matrix, uh, machines are now working with humans, so it's not just this stark dichotomy of all machines evil and humans good kind of thing. Like there's more of an interlap between of an overlap rather between humans and machines, and uh, like they're working together. Uh, they built a new city that's even bigger than Zion. Um, they talk Did they about ever how, talk like, about Morpheus how kind of failed that uh, like. That new city, was it ever in any danger whatsoever? Because she was like acting like it was homegirl. I mean, they she seemed to think that it was, but I think that that's kind of the 
holdover from the Zion stuff. Yeah. Because she talked about how Morpheus wouldn't move past what protected Zion and wouldn't allow like machines, even though they were coming to them to work with humanity. Um, and so she left Zion, I think she said after Morpheus died or something, and made a new city and it was prospering but it seemed like she was more concerned be, just because of like old things and she was worried that so they were unaware the that there was a new matrix i think they were aware that there was a new matrix because those new people were going in and out of the matrix mm-hmm. um but she seemed to think that there was a balance that was struck where if humans wanted to leave they could but most people stayed in and if machines wanted to stop working in the capacity that the machines normally did and come work with the humans, that was fine. But if what she seemed most worried about was the fact that uh, Neo left his little pod and was back in the city. So she seemed most concerned that they would come after the city because Neo was there. That's what I took from it. Neo. Neo. Like they also had like the whole Brother. fandom of like people who were obsessed with Neo and yeah, were he's like about, like, he's basically like a new were. religion, basically. Yeah, yeah. Brother Neologists, bro. Yeah, I'm a Neologist. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Like bro. there was all like I I found all that stuff interesting because it, it felt more like a living world as opposed to just things only happen in the movies that we see because this was a 60 year jump. This wasn't like oh they they rebuilt him like 10 years later yeah. or you know immediately after like they went through all kinds of trials rebuilding the matrix and they landed on something only after a few decades like the 60 years so that was interesting in in my opinion but i get why a lot of people didn't like it bro the fight scenes were were utter trash yeah they they did too much cutting they didn't linger on shots it was not the Matrix, dog. It was not the Matrix action that we were used to. It, True. I could and tell, I don't know, the budget was probably a lot less. If it was, I, I could maybe. tell. Okay. Um, the Just like the whole, like they were trying to recreate kind of like the look of Homegirl. Uh, the one with the, she had like the little balls on her head. What's her name? balls on her head well the the one that was ended up being the elder of the new city oh jada pickett smith yeah 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 well from back in the other movie remember her like mm-hmm. they, like they had a distinct Naomi. look you know like, yeah niobe they had a distinct look they looked pretty cool you know they were all wearing like you know that shiny latex or whatever yeah uh in this one like the the goons or whatever the goons that they were running with the the actual people like jacking in they look fucking stupid <laughs> Well, they moved away from the 90s club aesthetic. This is more, I would say, like a modern kind of hipster look, like trendy hipster thing. Like, I feel like they evolved the fashion with the times, the fashion of the times, because back then, like that was the club scene, like latex and leather and stuff like that was at least the club scene that. The Wachowskis seemed to mm-hmm. maybe participate in. I'm not sure what they were doing or anything, but like all I'm saying the, is I like the, the Wachowskis back then when they had that. dick and balls. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, uh, but the, for me, where the movie like it, like think like halfway through the movie, halfway through to the end is where it all fucking started falling apart for me. Like um, when he's starting to get out. When yeah, like when he well when that whole like the the guy from um, Always Sunny, what's his name? Um, Always Sunny. Yeah, the is that no 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 it's the guy from uh, Mindhunter. There you go, that's the guy. Oh yeah, uh, Groff. Jonathan yeah, Groff. he was like supposed to be the new Agent Smith, but he was just not it, right? He's just not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so. Uh- I, he's definitely nowhere near as good at it as you know Hugo Weaving. Like Hugo Weaving made that just such a great role, and I would say Jonathan Groff. Like I can see it being a different take on Smith because he rebuilt himself. Like Smith rebuilt himself as a mm-hmm. part of like attached to Neo because the end of the third Matrix movie. Neo gets assimilated into Smith and then destroys Smith from inside. inside. So like they are like code bound together. Um, so I can agree that his performance is not as good as Hugo Weaving. Uh, but bro, if you gave this I, movie I a seven, it to be what are you giving the rest of the fucking Matrix? The movies? rest of the Matrix movies? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the first one's like a 9.5. Like, it's a great establishment movie mm-hmm. and then establishing movie. And then two and three, I'd probably say like eight and a, like probably nine for two and then eight and a half for three. Mm. Bro, this. I mean, I, I enjoyed all of them. Bro, when, when I was watching it, I was just like, and even Frank did the same thing. You were like, "Bro, this movie." It was it was different, bro. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was it was different. It was very different tone. Very yeah. different. It just like, didn't feel like the Matrix. Yeah, it like I, it, they I literally agree. they did not have to remake. Like there was not nothing was screaming for them to come back and make another one. And then when they did, well, they dropped I think this the whole turn. Meta- the whole meta part of this is the fact that the studio was going to make it regardless of who was involved. Like no matter what anyone wanted. And I think that that's a thing that a lot of people can't really ever wrap their heads around. Like the matrix has a huge, huge name. Like it's the first matrix was like one of the biggest movies ever. And it kind of revolutionized special effects and movies and, Changed the way that sci-fi was viewed. And Even games, like bro. Like culture. bullet time. Like that was yeah, in like, a lot of yeah. games. All that stuff was Kung Pao under the fist. Deal. Remember that milk? <laughs> that milk scene, bro, with the cow. <laughs> yes, bro. Squirt, squirt, squirt. So the the way that, that they milk brought this back was definitely uh, like I mentioned earlier, an Forced. fu to the studio. Um. But I feel like the world building that they did was interesting and that they kept the world alive and didn't just take the easiest way out of just, oh, it's right after the original stuff. The machines brought them back to life and it's just the same old Matrix. Like they 
Neo doesn't have the same powers anymore. He can't fly. He basically only has the ability to like block bullets. bullets. Um, and it's because the entire Matrix was rebuilt around Trinity and Neo. So now both of them together are powerful. But only once they like realize that stuff together um, are they as powerful. I thought the as ending was corny, be. bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was kind of thinking that they would jump off the building and just fall to their death, and that would be the end of the Matrix because they needed them as a power source. Uh, it's kind of what I was hoping was going to happen, just to like put like a nail in it again. Um, but yeah, I mean, them flying around together and <laughs> being all powerful is. It was what it was. You mess Bruh, with the um, Matrix, you mess with us. Bro, I would have liked a, a movie where it was outside the Matrix. But, like, still exploring. Because you know how... Didn't Neo have them powers outside the Matrix, too? I mean, they showed uh, up. They yes. started showing up at the end. Yeah. The, yeah. He could connect to the machines outside of the the Matrix. But it, like, drained him completely. I mean, like, I liked the original... Like, the opening scene where, like, we were... It was the opening shots of the original Matrix. Uh, I thought those were pretty interesting. Like, and it ends up being that it's all a recreation. Yeah, bro. That those action scenes were good. Where Trinity's um, running around the fucking the room and shit. Yeah, bro. These, oh man, bro. I just did not. Did you like New Morpheus? Nope. Did not like him. Didn't like New Morpheus. Nope. I felt like he was just like forgettable, kind of. Okay. I, nothing about him screamed new Morpheus just that he's black and he had the glasses on bro that's it <laughs> nothing about him well, I think that was kind of the whole point because he was just a digital recreation mm-hmm. like he's not going to be one to one yeah but more, it was like, literally not, the only thing that, that that resembled Morpheus was the glasses and then they, they said that he was Morpheus that's it and that he's black I guess and baldish yeah and stoicish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he kind of had a similar archetype. Um, I did like that the little girl program from, I think it was the third one. She was now all grown up and was helping the yeah. humans. Um, yeah, I mean, there's the main thing that I liked about the movie was just the fact that they kept the world alive and didn't. Bro, but the, literally this is the last one. So it's like all this, the last one? all this world building. Yeah, they, they confirmed no more. So what was the point? Exactly. Like, hey, because they Neo's wanted to, alive. It's a studio cash grab. Like, So you're that saying that they were the going to make this movie without the Wachowskis yes. and without, <laughs> and the, without the studio, Keanu the studio Reeves. The rights. They didn't need to have anyone back. I mean, they could have done what you just said of it could have been a story focused around the world of the Matrix without the core cast from the Matrix. This feels like more, I feel like bringing back Neo and Trinity makes it feel more forced because then you have to write around how are they back alive. Yeah, Yeah, but like Uh, these motherfuckers didn't have to sign on to it. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have to. Like it you, was their you, baby. You could have made a movie. It was their that, baby that had no Neo, no Trinity. Or maybe Neo wasn't it. Maybe uh, he's at the very end, and he's like, you figure out he's like I a god. I can pretty much guarantee you the studio said you have to have Neo, you have to have Trinity. Okay, then don't make it. They were gonna make it regardless. Well, you, you just said they're they're not gonna make it, but you have to have 
Neo or the, the studio Keanu. would move forward. They they could bring in any other director. Having the Wachowskis on it looks better. It, it gives people more faith in the project. Was it only one of the Wachowskis? It was because the other one said that they didn't want to come back. To oh, the, it was to the, the lesser one, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's what, possible. I don't, I don't know which one Lana is, but. So I'm not sure. What, everything that went on behind the scenes is probably never going to see the, the light of day fully. Bro, we all know this story belongs to the black woman, dog. So that's right. Playing, <laughs> the third eye. That stuff. So let's that stop was playing such a ridiculous right now, okay? reach. <laughs> um. Anyway, so all right. Moving Matrix on. Resurrections. Um. If you're watching, differing I mean, opinions. Here. I mean, I would feel like if some regular brain dude like someone, someone like he, you know, <laughs> oh, he would watch it and he'd probably enjoy it. You know. So, but I would say. See, I think the average audience didn't like it. Clearly, like most people were yeah, giving right. it pretty low scores. It was people who were looking for more of a connection back to the originals and looking beyond the originals. Oh, so you're saying you have to you have to have you have to have big brains to you got to have it. that big brain energy to enjoy <laughs> it. All right? No, bro, I think this is an overall <laughs> trash movie. No, right, I, would, I right. wouldn't say it's trash. I just wouldn't. I would just you didn't say give it, it a garbage. It just right? didn't live up you to that. Yeah, it was just not anything what I expected. Right. And what I expected was the Matrix. OK, that's what I expected. And I didn't get that. All right. Can you blame me? Can you blame <laughs> me for for that expectation? No, I'm blaming you. I'm not blaming for. you, bro. All right. All right. No, it's fine. It's fine. Calm down. You dog. just you have trash right. taste in movies. Chill, Nick. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, shots fired. All right, Keith, see me outside, bro. <laughs> see me outside. Catch, don't catch me outside. All right, don't bro. look up, bro. Don't look up. Netflix movie. Netflix original. So, Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Anyone with a Netflix account, go watch it right now. Right meow. Uh, I will go ahead and go Cheer. first for this one. All right. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna give this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to nine. Oh. I'm gonna, oh, 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 oh. I'm, I'm gonna say watch it now. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Boy. All right. Who wants to go next? Let's say Frank, since Mike went first last time. I'm gonna give this a eight. Eight. Yeah. And and I'll watch it now. Watch it now. I'm gonna give it seven point five. Seven point five. And um, yeah, I say watch it now. Watch it now. All right. Overall score eight point two. IMDb overall score seven point three. Not bad. Not bad. That's real Order high for above. IMDb. Ooh, so I'm like right in line. <laughs> I do feel like this is a movie that a lot of people would give negative scores because of <laughs> political affiliation. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, so just I, I would say that's a keep in mind for overall score rating. Bro, do you I'm think a, they see the video, the movie as like this could totally happen? Bro, I'm a I'm a trumper. Bro. Probably not. And I no I wonder you gave it a seven. I don't appreciate 5. how they were talking about me, dog. OK, <laughs> he was wearing his hat. I was. He had it on. Dang, that Trump hat. 
All right. Well, getting into this, um, don't look up. You don't want to know anything else. Spoilers ahead. Uh, satire. Galore. Of the responses that people have in modern society to existential crises uh, represented in this movie by a asteroid that is going to be hitting earth in roughly six months. Mm -hmm. Um, So a human killer extinction level event, destroy Mm -hmm. the whole planet kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They know about it well in advance, about six months in advance. Um, Bring it to a whole bunch of higher authority people. Uh, such as the president, played by Meryl Streep. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is the. It was a uh, giant cast. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was massive cast. Like oh yeah, monster. Uh, Leonardo people, DiCaprio is the main really, doctor. Some people did not have to be in this movie. Sure, Ron I, Perlman, I, bro. He had to be. In I it. like I like the big name actors who do small cameos thing though. Timothy like, Chalamet. It, just, it bro. feels so weird. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet, like Ariana he's, he's Grande, getting a bigger name. Ariana Grande but he's was still not like a huge name. <laughs> Too much, bro. That was good, bro. Jennifer Lawrence as and that haircut, dog. Kate Dibiaski. Oh, hers. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence's. Yeah, just bad. <laughs> yeah, such a ridiculous haircut. Um, and they make fun of it in the movie, like the the way that you can pretty much guarantee any anyone in real life would yeah um if if she freaked out on a tv show about the earth getting destroyed um so she's the one who finds the comet uh leonardo dicaprio's the doctor in charge of the astronomy department that she is a phd candidate in so she discovers it he does the math and figures out that it's on a collision course for earth um they bring it to a whole bunch of different people so meryl streep is the president Jonah Hill, which is Meryl Streep's son. He does such a good uh, job. Who is, <laughs> he, he does an amazing job. Because he, he's what, Secretary of State? Yeah, yeah Jonah Hill? Yeah, he's uh, and it's just a nepotism job. Yeah, President's son. And they said yeah. they said they just spent time him ad-libbing. Just you could tell. Oh, man, I could 100% Yeah, you could that. tell. Yeah, especially between him and Jennifer Lawrence. Like, those scenes... Were, were pretty great because like, he hated everything about Jennifer Lawrence's character. Like he made fun of her hair, made fun of her clothing, <laughs> like made fun of everything about her. Uh-huh. Like the entire time they were together, uh, it was pretty great. Uh, part of the stack cast though, Kate Blanchett as a newscaster along with Tyler Perry, which I was really surprised to see Tyler Perry in this. Like, I don't know I, why. I mean, just he's obviously making fun of the his yeah yeah his I mean enemies, he is bro. just um I feel like I always see him in more wholesome movies mm-hmm. so seeing yeah, him I mean in he was in uh, uh Gone Girl he was a lawyer he was a lawyer for mm-hmm. Ben Affleck I don't remember that like the super oh. expensive high bro for me the attorney. Uh, what made this movie less. It was just too long, bro. It was too long. I noticed the really? the length on this bad boy. What's, what's the length on it? It was like two hours and two hours eighteen minutes. Yeah, bro. Like I was feeling the length on it. I was like, God damn. Like how? 
Like that speaks to something that we discussed in the main episode of mm-hmm. Mike has no attention span. <laughs> Bro, I think I got ADHD, dog. Okay. I don't think no, you have No, no, I don't have ADHD. ADD. ADD, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, okay. I would agree with that. I think I have ADD. You're just bro. undiagnosed. I need some of that fucking. Give me some of that. What do they call it? Uh, I never even saw Adderall. Yeah, that's what I need. Some Adderall. Bro. Never saw who? Michael Chiklis. Which one was Dan Pochetti? He. Uh, I think he was the one who was in charge of the center where they were making them, like to go and mine the comment or whatever. But Michael Chiklis, a beast on that huh. series, The Shield. I'm pretty sure yeah. Spike was with that beast show, bro. Yeah. Pretty sure that was him. I think. Um, but yeah, the movie was it was really long. Like it was kind of hitting the like it kept hitting this like the you know the nail just over and over and over. I was like, all right, I get it. Right, I get what we're if- trying to get to here. Um, it just took a while to get there. The, the whole like the <laughs> don't look up movement that was classic, bro. Don't look up. At the end. Don't yeah. look up. Don't look up. I mean, I think up. that's that's what I feel like works really well for me in the movie was mm-hmm. that they uh, initially there's like full on denialism. Like no one really it's not even denialism. Like people just mm-hmm. don't take it seriously. So mm-hmm. they go on a few different interviews initially, like because the president doesn't take it seriously until because they're not considered high class enough. Like they're edge, they're from the University of Michigan, right? Yeah, is that where they were? Uh-huh. Uh, so like they bring all the information to the president, and she's like, "We'll have our people, uh, Ivy Leaguers, take a look at this." Yeah. So it's like the education stigma, uh, which is a real thing. Like everyone thinks that you know state schools are always just like trashed here, and you can't believe any major scientific thing unless. But like, I mean, that's fair, right? If someone brings to you, it's like, hey, there's an extinction level thing here like you probably would, would want to like double check that but the yes, issue yes, was that, that it took too long right because they ended up it's, admitting it's, yeah. to it they ended up admitting like okay yeah we were wrong all right so but, it's, like, it's that but it's also the fact that they then talked to like the head of nasa who was mm-hmm. a doctor but she was a an anesthesiologist so they're like she doesn't know anything about like astronomy like she doesn't have any real like you can't say that NASA denies that our claims are legitimate mm-hmm. because the person who's in charge of it, which is the only one who's looked at it, doesn't actually have any expertise in the field. But you're just using it as a way to like write us off. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that was all like it was all like the bureaucracy that goes along with scientific discoveries. Yeah. Like that. Um, so making fun of those systems. But what, like you said, they do eventually get the confirmation, which takes longer than it should have. Mm-hmm. And then. They move forward with a plan. In the middle of the plan, the tech billionaire Peter Isherwell. Yeah, Isherwell, the, the, uh, who's supposed to be what? Elon Musk? Yeah, Elon it Musk. Was like a, I feel like it was a the, combination of like all the crazy tech billionaires who think yeah. they can Tim better. Cook, uh Elon <laughs> yeah, Musk. Yeah. Like and, there was uh, at least a part of all of them in there. <laughs> yeah. But he was definitely like someone with some kind of uh um Oh God, what's it called? What is, uh, like Asperger's or something? Yeah, um, he's on the so spectrum like, somewhere. Yeah, he's definitely on the spectrum. Like he doesn't interact with people in a normal way at all. Like he basically looks at everyone as like data points. Um, so like they're 
pulling from a whole bunch of different people to like make him look like he's only looking for the money and the data points. That's all he cares about. Like especially that interaction with that little girl. Like, <laughs> he's like Mr. Isherwell, can I have? Like, can I talk to you? And he just like walks away immediately. Just, yeah. <laughs> that girl gets like ushered away before they can even say anything to him. The I mean, um, the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, this is the exact way that we've handled climate change. You know, like yeah, this, mean, this impending doom that we have predicted happening in the future, you know, and then yeah, yeah. and then like we've we've know that it's coming. Right. Something terrible is going to happen due to climate change. Um, and, you know, well, scientists, people. Yeah. That. Scientists, you know, are backing it, you know, and all this stuff. But and then it just keeps kind of getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off just because this is an election year and, you know, it's going to be bad yeah. for the economy. The, polit- and- the politics of it is always yeah. we can't afford it and it's not actually going to be that bad mm-hmm. or always like straight up denialism of some politician will bring in a snowball and say this isn't global warming because there's snow outside. Um, yeah. And then also like the the tech people coming in saying oh we can actually turn this into a positive what scientists are calling yeah. a negative into a positive right so that's what happens in the movie they he comes in in the middle of the mission they return the rockets back to earth decide not to go through with the mission that would have mm-hmm. blown the uh asteroid up like what like f- was it like three or four months Bro, i just like early. how they straight up you turned in the air <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> just, are they turned around? Nah, we're, we're, we're coming back we're coming back uh and then the the billionaire guy is just like yeah it turns out there's actually 32 trillion worth of rare earth minerals on that rock so we're actually going to send out our advanced uh drone technology and slow it down enough to put it into an earth orbit and then we can just mine it for all its resources and we all make trillions of dollars it's a win-win for everyone yeah well he was saying he was gonna there was no gonna be no more Poverty, no more hunger yeah, in the yeah. world, and you and you know it. You know that's all bullshit. And then it's also like you know the the na- the top nations couldn't get on board, and yeah, so the like U.S. That, was like trying to strong arm. Like the original mission was like an international thing, so like all mm-hmm. countries were coming together to get this thing blown up so that all humanity could survive. And then this one with the billionaires just. Nope, it's only the U.S. and it's literally only this one company. Yeah, <laughs> like they're the only ones that can do anything with it. So, I thought all it was of that just. I thought it was a good like if you show this movie to like someone who is, um, not scientifically forward, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then they like they get upset at the movie. They're like, there's no way, you know, people are that dumb or. You know, it's just a good way to like self-own people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you watch this, and if oh, you get, for sure. if you, you like, you get mad at it because the people, it's not realistic. It's like you, you just, you know, go ahead and look at yourself there. Because I mean, it's also like if you're denying COVID, about, if you're denying any of this, yeah, it's exactly. right in your face. Like this yeah. is ex- exactly what you're doing in this movie. It's not just it, about but it, the, pro- the thing with it. It was so like I could totally see yeah. this happening. Yep. Every single piece. I mean, it's 100%. happening like in real time right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like super easy to see it for anyone who yeah. actually cares to look at like the real state of the world. Um, so, yeah, like I guess in that regard, like because I watched a video uh, from a YouTube channel called Wisecrack yesterday 
Um, they're like philosophy people who like break down pop culture stuff. Um, it's a pretty interesting channel. Usually they do some pretty good video breakdowns of like video essays on different topics from pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a, a little breakdown on this, which I really couldn't get behind because basically they were saying it's not actually satire. They were calling it propaganda more than satire. Like, cause the definition of satire is basically you're supposed to use an example that like more directly correlates to whatever point you're trying to make. So they were saying that because the asteroid was not a man-made problem, like mm. climate changes, it's, it's not really satirical. But yeah, like I don't, I feel like I took it more as a, this is more uh, satire on how the society will react to an existential issue, not necessarily just uh, climate change. Cause yeah, I mean, that's clearly a man-made issue mm-hmm. or primarily a man-made issue. And this also applies to things like COVID or any other large scale, like planet wide issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think this in any way, like, well, okay. So what was the justification for calling it propaganda? Cause it serves as a way to reinforce the beliefs of the people who already hold the beliefs, like the likely, uh-huh. Uh, audience for this is people like us, highly people who are uh, Say it. highly educated, who believe that the science of. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. what'd you say? He just started mouth watering, bro, when you <laughs> called him highly educated. He was like, That's right. And uh-huh. he said, Say it again, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, puppy. Uh, <laughs> So people who believe that the issue already exists and that it's making fun of the people who don't believe it exists. So No, I think it's more of a um like I don't think this draws political lines cuz that that lady she could be really any like person any politician who is more about being a politician than like leading yeah. a country, you know, it was and that e- could it be- was easier to make her a Republican because like we just had a really bad Republican presidency, mm-hmm. so it's easier to do that. But yeah, but Joe like, Biden by and large is not really that much better. Yeah. He just doesn't do it. Joe Biden is a liar. Joe man. Biden and you, oh, I yeah. mean Obama. Like, what did Obama do about greenhouse? He was gases. just cool as fuck. You Dumb. know what I'm saying? Just people liked Obama because he had a better personality. Bro, him in that tan yeah. suit, he fucked your wife, dog. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But you know, Obama, you're your, Obama you're was your woman, huh? probably what the most personable president. Yeah, since, in recent history, yeah, yeah, for sure. like that. He just was relatable, I guess. He's likable. He likable. Yeah. Well spoken. Yeah. He didn't come off as a. Like this guy's not only a he. He wasn't like a coastal elite. Yeah. He, he didn't come off like some rich, you know, some real pompous. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, was yeah. Uh, someone. You know, he's playing basketball with people. He was, you know, he was doing all kinds of down to earth tan shit. suits. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, man, mm-hmm. it's all it takes. Just wear that tan suit. Uh, they, I mean, like they they brought up politicians as well because they were like, it's not a. Basically, they kept critiquing like every little part of it that could be considered a part of a satire, like Uh a good way to satirize politicians in this would be that 
it can be any party and their outward message is that they're doing everything that they can to make the changes. But uh-huh. internally, what you're seeing is that they're just more concerned about the polls and stuff like that. So they compared it to like Veep on HBO, which mm-hmm. is a great show if you've never watched it. Um, but I, I was reading some of the comments and I generally agreed with a lot of what people were commenting is that they seem to like get hyper fixated on the whole because the asteroid isn't a one-to-one comparison to uh, climate change, which Adam McKay has directly said, like that was a, a big part of it was about climate mm-hmm. change. Okay. Um, but they hyper fixated on that and didn't really look at it as a larger whole of this is just how society would react and ultimately how the factions would kind of play out of mm-hmm. you have your people who will just flat out choose to not look at the information in front of them and realize that the issue is actually present and hurtling towards them uh, when it's um, too late. Yeah. Until it's too late. Like that guy at the very end of the movie, like he's at one of the don't look up rallies. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks up and sees like, Hey, they lied to us. They lied like, to us. They lied to us. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, there yeah. it is. And then they, then they're finally like, Oh fuck. They're yeah. Like, oh. I mean, I think that's, that part is, is it's satire for the way that people now are being like manipulated. They're being used, manipulated by some politician or some figure um, who is, you know, in the face of a a imminent threat is telling them the opposite is true and uh, they'll eat it up. They'll believe it. You know, they'll They'll choose to follow a cult of personality instead of actually looking at the information. I don't think that's propaganda. Like if you if you were to watch. I I disagree with their take on it for sure. Like if you watch this movie and you like you it's like a it's like a thing where you can watch this movie and you might realize that you're you're a dumbass. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) like you're like, ah, shit, that's me, you know? I mean, I um, hope somebody watched this and right. had a, that kind of realization. Right. But I, I guess I could also see from the flip side, like how this is like uh, just like making fun of those people, you know, um, and like yeah. just like, hey, this group of people that, you know, these Trumpers or whatever, put them in this situation. They would act the exact same way. Dumb, stupid idiots, you know, um, even though it's different, you know, comment imminent threat coming yeah. you know in six months like maybe it could be like this is what you look like to us right and then as opposed to you know global or climate change that is something that would come along in the, the next hundred years or whatever you know or yeah. so on and so forth so it's it's different but I, I i don't agree with him that it's like propaganda yeah agreed and like i was saying earlier i feel like it's more the the reactions of the society are the main things mm-hmm. that I feel like are to, that you should focus on watching this movie. Like the events themselves are mm. kind of whatever. Like it could have just been a movie about climate change, and there's suddenly just geo storms everywhere, just like you know every disaster movie. Um, but just as a comedy. But the asteroid makes it so that it's something that's 100% a tangible thing in the movie. And if nothing gets done about it, it's like everyone dies. Like existential things like climate change or things that 
there can be positive and negatives in certain regions of the world, but it's going to collapse society as we know it. But it's mm-hmm. not, it's unlikely to actually cause like humanity to fully die out unless like the entire ecosystem fully dies along with it. So making it the asteroid, I feel like was probably the best thing to do to make it a, it's an instantaneous thing. Cause like the very end of the movie is just literally the earth gets blown up. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you see them yeah. and watch if, it. If it was the other dinner. thing, like if it was a disease or one war, it would just be too much on the nose. Then that would be like, like you could see it's less fun to watch yeah, that. yeah, yeah. especially it, while, while like, you're just bullying people, still going you know <laughs> yeah did you like how the rich people still lived bro <laughs> kind of i liked how the president forgot her son yeah <laughs> she just oh, ran out and then she got she got killed by son. that fucking alien brother that homeboy yeah yeah elon musk was like i don't remember she was he was like you get killed by uh, a slumbawambicus. A blaphalosaur. Yeah. Like She's that. like, what the like fuck some is crazy that? names. Like, what is that? We don't know. We haven't discovered it yet. <laughs> and yeah, just I, I also I was really worried that they were I that they were gonna have the like tech company actually be successful in stopping the um the asteroid. It's like it's only like what uh, a few days before the asteroid's yeah, supposed to, to hit get, when they yeah. finally launch their mission. <laughs> yeah, and so like you see them like launching like just tons and tons of rockets, and they whoa, look whoa. Up an awful lot like Elon whoa, Musk. Whoa, whoa, Keith, Keith, are you an Eternal, bro? What did I just go robot? Mode? Yeah, yeah, you just went all robot on us. <laughs> uh, the rockets that they use looked an awful lot like the ones that. Uh, Elon Musk use, uh, uses and uh, also the Blue Horizon ones, like oh, the, the penis ones. The, ones. the, pe- the hey, <laughs> straight up penises, bro. Oh yeah, yeah just <laughs> giant <laughs> dongs, hey, mushroom tips. Yep. Nah. <laughs> I, I, so I look I like that. It. You I see, you good. see all of them coming up. They start wrecking, and then like all the little drones like start crashing into uh, each other. Like they can't actually stop or drill anything. Like it's all just messed up. <laughs> Oh, I was glad that they showed that the tech company was not the savior. All right. All right. Also, at the same time, they destroyed the world. All right. All right. It's a good movie that's worth a watch. Yeah. Watch it. It's on Netflix. No excuses. Unless you're too broke to have Netflix. They just they just increased... Oh yeah, wow. I saw that. They just it just increased the prices. Wow, I did not expect that. Oh, that's what that noise was. I know what the noise was now. What? Uh, the 49ers oh. just beat the Packers. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just, oh, we just heard your you yeah, just heard your ass so. yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's why. I was like, I'm watching it and mine's a little bit behind, so I guess he had just made the field goal to beat uh-huh. them. Uh, and then I, <laughs> I figured there was something going on with one of the games. This is a big deal, bro. Like the 49ers I, I barely made it in the playoffs. Yeah, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. They're yeah. not good. There was, a, there was a scenario where they could have won out and still not made it in. Damn. Bro, they're not going to win. They, they suck. Bro, bro, they can rush the quarterback with four. Bro, Jimmy G is trash. <laughs> All, All right. right. Football talk. <laughs> Keith uh, was like, "Yeah, I, I guess there was something going on with sports or something." Well, I, I went in there early to get water, and she had a football game on on my tablet because she was watching it on Yahoo Sports, uh-huh. and a basketball game on the TV through the NBA app, and then she was reading a manga on her computer. 
So she, so she has ADD, is what you're saying. She was mediated out on, in there. She does. She usually doesn't pay like super close attention to like the basketball games. She's not that interested in. So mm, okay, but she'll she'll have them on. All right, all right. So uh, wrapping it up. I don't know what the fuck movies if we have any next week or two weeks from now. I mean, we got the um, we have, can talk about the movie roundup. Yeah, right now or then. Yeah, we can just save it to then. So there's no really any movies going on. That was the I end mean, of 2021. That was the end of 2021. Then we last can, of the movies. We could just do that. We could we could review Encanto mm-hmm. if Frank decides Frank. to watch it. Otherwise, I guess Mike and I can just review I'm it. I'm ready to move on to 2022, boys. Yeah, let's move on. I, there's nothing really yeah. to watch. So, all right, uh, vote for best movie of the year, Spider Man. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what else? Is, don't you? Me, what, what, what would be <laughs> Dune? Dune is up oh, there for okay. me. Okay, I can, give you that. Good. I can give you that. But Hold on, what'd you, what'd you give Spider-Man. Dune? Batty, Batty of the Year, go. Oh, Keith, you gave Spider-Man a better rating than Dune. Yeah, I did, but... It still not doesn't mean it's his favorite. Yeah. Like, it, like the rate, rating's within the context of, like, everything else going on. Like As a standalone movie, I'd probably put Dune above Spider-Man. Space Jam. Oh, God. All right, wor- worst movie of the year. Worst movie of this year. Hold on, let me think about this. Mm. Mm, the one that the ones that I watched. I mean, it could be Reminiscence. <laughs> reminiscence was bad. It was like a fever Michael dream. Reminiscence. Bro, yeah. what the fuck movie was Malignant? No, again? Malignant was the wild. One. Oh man, Malignant. Which one was yeah. that one? That was the one with the thing on the back of the head. That took over and like flipped her body. Oh around. yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was a, that was hey, a bad, bro, good. Hey, that movie had yeah, better action yeah. than fucking uh, uh, <laughs> the, Matrix. Uh, the Matrix, yeah. bro. Yeah, that was one that we gave. Uh, that might be our lowest scoring one. Yeah, Let's see, three point three. Might give it a high score. Reminiscence is a three point five. It's pretty close, bro. I'm um, a hey hey. I'm a go. I'm gonna go the Matrix, <laughs> bro, for, for worst, worst movie, movie of the day. year. I'm gonna go Matrix on that ass. I, we didn't have well. well I didn't okay. watch Reminiscence. Frank, so. Frank gave one Garbaggio. That was our only Garbaggio this year, though. Yeah. Well, we didn't watch that many movies. We didn't we go didn't. and watch anything, bro. Old, bro. I gave it a five. Even though oh, I didn't you watch gave it, it. A, you gave it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I didn't watch it. You gave it a score based on our description. That's what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, I mean, not not a ton of movies. Hopefully next year, or this year, rather, since we're in 2022 already, can be better. Hoping that things can die down enough and I can start to feel comfortable going back to the theater. Bro, just go ahead and get that. for the A-list. Bro, just go ahead and get that booster, that Omicron booster. And just say fuck it, bro. If you get it, you get yeah, I'm it. I'm already boosted. All right. You're you're you got your fourth. No, there isn't a fourth one. Yeah, brother, they, it's available now. They're trying a fourth one out in uh, Israel, from what I've read, but I haven't seen anything in the U.S. for a fourth one. Certainly not. Everything one that's like points to open you being okay, bro. Okay. Antibody gang, dog. Okay, I don't trust the people in the theater because they don't <laughs> wear masks. Hey, bro, low key. I know a, a lot of people who have COVID. Mm-hmm. A lot of them 
Just still can't yeah. taste, bro. Taste or smell. Believe it. Yeah. It lasts for a long time. Hey, bro. the new COVID, though? It's good. Oh, it's good? It's good for the world. It gives it get my credit up or what? No, I'm just saying it's <laughs> mutating. Usually when a virus starts mutating like that, it becomes less lethal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's hope it becomes less less lethal. But like, there are people that have a lot of like long term like COVID effects. Yeah. Long COVID. Fuck them. That, that yeah, might be that. that might be from the first COVID. You know, what I'm the alpha strain. You know what I'm saying. Um, I think they said that Omicron is also like extremely dangerous in the long term ramifications. Like the sim- mm-hmm. the direct symptoms right now, like it is less deadly, and the symptoms are generally less, but. It, you can still have the negative long-term effects. So still not worth going out and trying to get it on purpose to try to get the natural you're immunity. trying to get on antibody gang or what? Bro, there was a lot of that. And you're not going to pass it. Nothing is going to convince you. Washington State has good rules over there, right? We need to just move to Washington State. They Everyone good was rules. respectful about it. They were wearing masks. It was nice. You just loved it, huh? Bro, I've been out here. People be wearing masks. I see very, very few people. You don't even you don't even go out. You don't know what you're talking about. What? what, Okay. You don't know shit about boxing, bro. Let's get back on the. (laughs) What's gonna be the next movie we even watch? Like, is there even anything good coming up? We we should just go on. Remember those movies I was showing y'all on Amazon? Yeah. The fucking Christmas Shark, bro. The. the (laughs) Shit. Aren't there supposed to be bangers coming out at the end of? January or the beginning? Oh no, I'm thinking video games. Yeah, yeah there's bro. literally I mean, nothing. There's some good out. video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah movie just, wise, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I don't know much coming up. All right, we can look and see what's coming up on like streaming movie services yeah, true. and stuff. All right, just review some of those. Well, we fed a fed horse. That's right. We used to say that all the time. We fed a fed horse. Yeah, grab we uh, grab the. Rose by the thorns. <laughs> you say that too. We we shot a shot horse. Oh my god! <laughs> shot a shot horse. Yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and uh, gentle balls. Hope you enjoyed this movie review. Went real in depth for you. Bye. Bye.